This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Okay, um, we're holding here. The, I think hopefully Metzeshem will do the last few prokim, the last three prokim that are relevant to different uh, um, terms, and uh, then then the Raman goes off more on barichus on on in, on content. Perikmem gimel, kanaf, kanaf is shemishutaf. So the word wings. It's a uh, it it's a uh, um, same thing. It's a word that has many meanings. Roiv shitufek mitzara shalom. Most of it comes from a metaphor. Hanachosar yishayne. The first meaning of it is a kanfi balachayim pereach, wings of birds. No, that doesn't require much explanation. Kol tzipa konam shtol pashemayim. Ve'achikin husha lekanfes abgodim zav yisem. And that and then you get to the corner of the begodim. They're like the extensions that sort of come out from the from the edge of the begodim, and and uh, that's also called the kanaf. Then he says, I'm sorry, I have to plug this in. Um, and then he says the the hushalik um, tzavasam Then you have a. Uh, uh, um, it means the far-flung corners, like the Cantus Abega. That's the easy one, also. Ibn Janach was a very early grammarian. Um, I know today grammar is not popular, but Ibn Janach is one of the Chashva Seif Hashem. We have it. It's a you know, it's in, it's in print. It's around. I have it, and he says, it also means hidden. Um, and that's, this is going to be the key meaning. So it's when you take something under your wings, you sort of um, hide it, you sequester it. Which means that over there definitely means that. Over there clearly means he will not become hidden from you. And this is a very good pshat. Umi menuetsli, and I and and this is the way I understand. knaf aviv. So the knaf aviv means the sesa. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be exposing the hidden world of his father, which is Arias. So you know, it, 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 a, a uh, his father's wife. Vechein ufarasta knafecha lamoscha. Purishetsli prois sisricha alamasecha. So he is, so normally we would, we would tend to take the meaning of that word um, extension. It's, it's like if I, take, if I take a blanket and, and spread over somebody, it's an extension of me. So the people that I keep under my wings are sort of extension. But the Rambam if, um, wants to learn it from the word um, to, to hide something which I keep hidden. So I mean, when you have the word kanav, 
and and um, it use it for malachim. What exactly do we mean? So he says, that's by Rus. So it says it says that Malochim have six wings, and the Pasik says, That is the Lush of the Pasik. So what does it mean? He covers his face with two wings, he covers his feet with two wings, and he flies with two wings. When it says Yechase Ponov means um the 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 um what exactly the Malach is about is hidden. In other words, when you see somebody's ponim, that's a type of re'ia where you have a direct perception of somebody. When somebody keeps his face hidden, you don't have a really good sense of the person. The Rambam had said that the word regal is used very frequently to mean in the wake of, a result of, and so on. The Malach's boss, um, where the Malach comes from, that's also Nelam. Because understanding these, these um, what they are exactly, these Malachim, is hidden. And for two reasons. First of all, because we're not terribly bright. And secondly, that which is abstract and not part of our world is not easy to understand. So, so the word, the two wings, quote unquote, that cover the feet and the two wings that cover the head, both of these very, very um, definitely fit into this concept of hidden. But when it says that he flies with two, so we'll explain that later. The oifefus is actually the etzem mahusa v'shlichos. That's the etzem asias v'shlichos. But that, that belongs somewhere else also. But but akaponim. So so the the, the word knafayim is um, is going to mean a, a a hiding. And in this case, it it, um, it it means every part of the malach is hidden. What he is, where he comes from, what he does. All of these are things that are nelamim. Okay. Next, paragraph dollar ayin shem eshutev hushem en hamayim al ayin al en hamayim b'midba. So an ayin can mean a source, a, a, like a spring that comes from somewhere. Hushem ha ayin aroya ayin tachas ayin. Now it's interesting to us. There doesn't seem to be any common denominator between ayin in the sense of a, a wellspring and ayin. Which was which is the eye. Um, I, I he doesn't elaborate, but it, I think the old days they used to think that 
Um, sight works because the eyes send out rays that pick up something. In other words, the eyes were seen as a source of some sort of ray, which would, which would see the things around it. So in that case, that, that iron would be a source of some, of some wave or some, something would make sense. Could be a drama because or else, or else the, the two words iron are not that they have similar meanings or they're borrowed or metaphors. It, it just happens to be two words that that have no, you know, no shaykhs to each other. It's like gomel meaning a camel and gomal meaning to, to do something to somebody. It, it, it grammatically, there's no kesha really between them. So iron and iron in this case, also not, unless you understand iron to mean, you know, the, the way we explained it. And Vushema Ayin Aroya, and it's the physical site, Ayin Tachasayin. Vushema Ashkocha. Ayin meaning that you look after something. You, 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 you are um, directing something. Vushema Ashkocha, Omal Yirmiyo Kochena Veinecho Simolov. Inyono Yisim Ashkochos Cholov. So whenever you have the word ayin um, used in, in terms of it's always going to mean ayin as ashkocha. No, so all these in Yanam are going to be defined as Ashkocha. And what Ashkocha is, when it applies and so on, he's going to speak about later. Fine. So he says, when, when the word ayin comes together with the word Rio Chazoya, it all means perception, not sight, but 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 uh, uh, grasping something. So the reason why seeing can't be attributed to Shalom is because seeing is a an an act where we're the um, passive partner. And in other words, the, the activities that we, that we describe when we are hit, when I look at something, the sight of it strikes my eye. When, when I smell something, the smell strikes my nose. So Akarish Baruch Hu can never be understood as being affected by. So we are, our, our sensory cells, are affected by whatever is around us. By Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, you can only define active mahalchim. So Hashkoch is an active mahalach. Kaddish Baruch Hu chooses to, um, to, to make sure that this person is doing well, to make sure that this person is not being harmed, uh, or whatever it is. So by Kaddish Baruch Hu, we can't, and, and, the, and the Ramam gives us the criteria, because any type of activity that is hippalus. And that's why emotions, anger, happiness, in the way we understand it in human nature, can't apply to We become happy. Um, something makes us happy. Um, we are saddened. Something, in all these emotions, we're at the receiving end of some activity 
and that's why and that's why we 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 are affected by it. A, 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 an emotion is an effect in us. There is no such thing by Rabbi Shalom, and therefore we have to translate it to some sort of active type of asiyah. Can I ask you a question? Finally. Yes. The, isn't there an idea that uh, sight can be pile something? For example, the, when Moshe Rabbeinu looked at Eretz Yisrael, there's some references that like um, he did something, he affected something in Eretz Yisrael? I mean, you can. You have better ones. You have Ayin Hara, it's a halacha that you're not allowed to be Oymen al-Kamas Havera because of the Ayin. So in as much as the Ayin has some Kayach, then yes. And like it says, so, so that that is the pool of ayin. But for, for the when we're talking about the regular site, we're always talking about um, just being affected. It, the type of, of, of thing you mentioned, but ayin would probably fall under the same category. It, it's some sort of pool of the ayin. Okay, Perik Memhe, Shemoya, Mila Mishetafes, Tia Be'inyan Shema Ha'aizen. It it could mean you know hearing the way we we you know speak about it in physical terms, and it also means to accept, to to it, it's you accept someone's words. Um, so all of these are physical mycin of 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 doing of, of hearing, listening, and so on. Now he says the whole mila shmiya shabbu chaykaloykai im yiroya mipshuta shall shall cause of shminya rishin. So, um, so he says it all means that Akarish Baruch Hu received the information. Now, there's something a little bit problematic with that. You're still going to need um, another piece of the puzzle. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows about all these things uh, all along. We, we can't posit HaKadosh Baruch Hu getting new information. But he's addressing the Shmir part of it. And the Shmir part of it means being tight for something. And 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 Now it's interesting. The same thing would be true by Ayin, by Re'iya, you know, by Yara Samaleinu. So how would you translate that? If it means the hashkocha, then why can't you buy shmir also? In other words, why is the Rambam different by re'iya and shmir in that sense? If, if, if attaining the information means could be used for shmir, why can't we use for re'iya as well? And dalmehoch hashkocha. So in all these cases, 
it's going to have to mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds. It means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted and decided to act on it. So, so the word Shmiya, it, it would mean in, 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 in those cases, um, hearing something in a way that is, okay, now I'm a Kabbalist. It, it's very interesting. There is a nuanced difference between Ria and Shmiya. Um, Re'ev, I'm forced, whether it makes sense or not, but I saw it. Shmiya means that you convince me. I'm, I'm you know, yes, I'm, I, I was, I'm a Kabbalist. It, it's, it's, um, I agree to it. So there is, there's interesting nuance difference between Enayim and, and Azayim in that sense. Okay, finally, last paragraph. So he's gone through all of the terms that he feels are meant um, to be understood as metaphors and describes them to him in, you know, in the way that, uh, th- that they stop being corporeal and they start becoming some sort of teich. This is the last paragraph of the Rambam on those subjects. Um, the, 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 um, the, I, I, guess, I guess he had meant to sort of this, first to, to, to describe them all, but every so often he gets sidetracked by an Indian that he feels is a necessary prerequisite text to understand it. I, I guess that's, that's the Seder Advarim. Um, the, the Ramam also, it, it's interesting, is there any Seder in all these terms that he used over here? I, I mean, he, he, he defines a laundry list of terms over here, and it's hard to find a real Seder Advarim. Um, the, uh, you know, each one is a metaphor, and that's that. Is there some sort of arrangement? The Rambam in, in, in his in his Svar Mishatara is 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 excruciatingly structured in you know A B C D and F and so on and so forth. So they have some sort of general sense. Different Svarim try to give a general sense, like these are all parts of the body, Kanaf, Ayin, Shemoya. You know, they, they try to give a general sense of where the Rambam, what the Rambam is lumping together when he describes things. I don't know, it's, it's, not, it's not an easy sell. But it's um, so difficult to understand that. The, um, it's, it's also that he devotes like a parrot to each one and each one. I mean, he could have made like a list, like, like Ibn Janach has his Shroshim. He could have also made the list of the metaphors with a little box, each one, what it means, and that's it. You know, some of the prokim he, he goes off on tangents and says, hey, it's all in young that I don't know what, you know, what to make of it. Um, I, I guess I'd like to, I don't want to start paragraph well, but we'll talk a minute or two about Memdal and Memhei. When he talks about Shmi and Ayin, it's, it's, um, it is something that is, I guess, relevant kind of to Inyan Yema. Um, you know, all Yontavim are characterized by a, um, they're characterized by Re'iyah, Leroy's for Leroy's, that defines the Yontiv. Um, Rosh Hashanah, there is no Leroy's Leroy's, it says Mephurish, I mean, it's, it's, it is like that, and, and it says in Shavarach that you should not say that 
on the inner Nechololos Leroy's because we can't, there's no Mitzvah um, anyway, and the only Mitzvah we have is Shmir. So it's very interesting that all the Antovim we have a Mitzvah and Rosh Hashanah we have Moria, we have Shmir. It's also called Kesar Yom Chageno. It's, it's a Yonta that's hidden. So, so all sorts of Rimozim that the, the Yachas is Shmir to Ria. Um, and the, 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 the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar Rabbi mentions in one place about how Shmir is more, more harsh than Ria. And he says if somebody is, um, if, if somebody is, is uh, if somebody is Machri, somebody else, listen to me, Kuloi. If, if you misame somebody, you give the Deme Ayin. And, and if you make something to Cherish, you give the Deme Kuloi. So he points out, so you see that Shmi is more Hashem He says it in the Pasik, doesn't explain, doesn't elaborate much more on it. Um, there's also Rabbi Yoyna, very famous Rabbi Yoyna, that he speaks about what it is that, um, it says a person who's Mekabla himself to listen to the Mechichim and the Chachmador, instantly he goes out from an Afel to a Godel and so on. So what's the, it, 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 I mean, we, we, we tend, rightfully so, to think of Ria as being a much stronger Chush, much more important. When we speak about something precious, we speak about Bovas Enoi. We speak about a person's apple of the eye. The, um, so obviously there's, a, there's, there's sort of a, a um, balance between the two. There's a Maila in Shmir's Maila Ria. So Ria's, the Maila of Ria is as much as we are typhus something. Mitzad us, when we say we see it, that's the greatest feast a person has. And, and that defines the, 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 my greatest interaction. Um, Shmir means I, I'm relying on you. The Shmir we're talking about here is not a direct Shmir. If I hear um, a, a table scraping against the floor, that's a get of Re'iyah. Those are the type of things a blind man would use to define where something is. So anytime Shmir is defining the sound of something, not speech, that's like Re'iyah. The Shmir we're talking about is where we hear someone else's words and we accept it like testimony. In, in, in other words, we're relying on somebody else's. So L'shmoya Bekoel Hashem means I am subordinating myself and listening to my Shalom. The um, Shmir has no limit to where it can take a person because he's limited to the amount of wisdom in the world. If somewhere somebody has the knowledge, understanding, or whatever it is, and, and therefore I can latch onto it, uh, and I can follow the advice, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm uh, um, investing on my own understanding, so it could be very, very severely limited. It could be very non-productive. If, if I choose to follow a very wise person, then, then I'm basically becoming like him. I'm becoming part of him. So the union of Shmir allows for a person to latch on to the Rebbein Shalom, to latch on to um, an infinite amount of emes. 
so it, it, starting with Shmir, Re'iya is the emes that I have accepted from Akash Baruch Hu, and I have processed it into a format that I um, that I see it. I process it into a format that I feel um, the, the, the Indian. So it's a higher darga, but the opening it starts with Shmir. So if when you when you're building the, the, Rosh Hashanah versus Shavuos, Rosh Hashanah is the two great moments of Gilu Vakashbaru Zoshana Shvuas, Rosh Hashanah was a Pchina of Shmir. And on the first on the first day, on the first half of the first day, there was no light. And, and the, the day came in the second part of that day. The 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 bracious is a maimer, that means that there was a Shmir on the first day. And and Matan Torah was Atarasilodas. Kashbrok opened up all the worlds, Kashbrok gave us knowledge, understanding, and so on. So in the building of a person's kaima, so definitely what we know and understand is our crown achievement. But the ability, how far we can go, depends on how much we're willing to listen. Um, if we're willing to listen to Kail Hashem, then there's no limit to how far we can go. And we can take every every piece that we know we're supposed to do. We can take it and begin the process of of uh, assimilating it, of, of, of learning it, understanding it, knowing it, and so on. And so, so that's the mile of of Shmi over here. Upon him, um, as far as the, the Raman goes, it's just both of them are just the same type of metaphor, and, and that's that. Okay, so Hashem, next week we would start uh, uh, good to Ben Shiar. Good job, good job. Okay, good job. 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 Good